Welcome to the next edition of Wealth Strategies to Value. I'm your host, Troy Shorts. And today I'm here to talk a little bit about some of the experiences that I encounter in my practice. Uh, I really want to just let people know that it's not about what you earn. It's really about what you keep, right? You know, I talk a lot about 401ks on my podcast, and I want to share with you today a story. And I want to share with you a story of a client of mine that I recently met with. And uh, it was it was a little emotional. And uh, I want to just share it with you because it really just proves my point about so much misinformation in the financial services arena. You know, I I read blogs, I read, you know, Facebook groups, I read all this stuff and I hear what people are saying. And most of the things that people think are true about money are just not true. This podcast is devoted to financial literacy. And my mission is to really educate the public so that they can have a safer, uh, a a happier and a much more enjoyable retirement. So I'm going to I'm going to talk to you about a client. And let's just say for the sake of our podcast, his name is Mike. His name is not really Mike. But I'm going to use Mike for the podcast today. All right. Um, Mike works for a really good company. Uh, he's married. He's uh, his. Uh, he's got two uh, sons. Uh, both of his sons are uh, graduated from college. They're out of the house. He has no more responsibility for his kids financially anymore. You know, uh, all the debts paid off. So now. You know, we were we were kind of updating, reviewing with him, you know, setting the stage for the next uh, stage of his life. So when I started asking my questions about his goals, things that he wanted to accomplish, and then I started asking him, so where are you at? You know, what have you got so far? How close are you to achieving those those goals? You know, what what tools do you have to to get you there? Well, Mike explained to me that he had a 401k and you can tell. He was extremely proud of his 401k. He worked for a great company. You know, he had company stock in the 401k. You know, it sounds like him and his buddies sit around the water cooler and compare, you know, the 401k results. Right. So as as an advisor, you know, I have to be very careful with the way I articulate certain things because I'm not here to offend anybody. I'm here to educate. And I'm here to show you a a better way. Right. So, um, you know, Mike's account balance was five hundred thousand. So he was very eager to pull out his statement. He gave it to me. He showed it to me. I looked at his statement and I said, Mike, I have a question for you. I said, how much of this five hundred thousand dollars belongs to you and your wife? And he looked at me like, what in the world are you talking about? Here's my statement. Here's my address. My name is all right here. It's mine. I said, well, Mike, maybe you didn't understand the question. Maybe I need to rephrase the question. How much of this 500,000 belongs to you? Right. And Mike said, oh, I get it. And he kind of did one of these numbers. He kind of went like this. He kind of sunk down in his seat a little bit like, oh, OK, yeah, OK. You know, when I when I take that five hundred thousand, I got to pay taxes. Right. I said, exactly. 
I said, so how much of that 500,000 belongs to you and your family, Mike? And, you know, there's only one right answer to that question. There's only one right answer, right? You know what that answer is? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how much of that belongs to me because I don't know what the tax rate is going to be the day I need those dollars, right? So I said, Mike, I would like to go into detail with you. And I'd like to show you some things and educate you on, you know, this 401k and understand that it was created by the government, right? Now, most of the time, (laughs) we believe that the government is in our favor. And, you know, what I've come to understand over the years is (laughs) the government doesn't care about the people anymore. (laughs) The government cares about the government, right? So let me let me just jump into this. So I'm going to use my handy dandy whiteboard here. So I'm going to switch my screen just a second. I'm going to just draw this out for you so you can see it. So for all the people who are listening and not watching, you probably need to watch this episode because it might not make any sense if you're just listening to it. All right. So here we go. All right. So here's my whiteboard. Let me see. here. Hold on. Sorry. Here we go. All right. So. Uh, we're going to put here, this is, this is, this is not working. Ha! Hold on. Here we go. So we're going to put Mike here, 401k. His account balance is $500,000. All right. Now I drew this out for him and his wife, and this is the way it looks. So I said, this is your account balance currently. So my question to you was, how much of this 500000 belongs to you? Well, we don't know. So my next question was, Mike, how much of the 500000 was your money? How much did you put into the account? And he says, well, you know, I don't know exactly. He said, but, you know, they gave me a great company match. It was something like, uh, I forgot what he said, for every, you know, dollar, they gave him 50 cents. So I'm like, oh, that's great. So he said, you know, Troy, I would say about half of that. So I said, okay, $250,000. So this was your contribution and this was what it grew to, all right? So I said, well, Mike, you know, you've been doing this for 24, 26 years, something like that. You've been working with the company, right? So over those years, you know, you had kids, you had a mortgage, you had, you know, deductions, right? And your accountant told you that this was something that you need to do to defer taxes, right? So I said approximately, you know, on average, what would you say your approximate tax bracket was over those 24, 26 years that you were contributing? So Mike said, you know, I would guesstimate somewhere around 25%. So I said, okay, cool, 25%, right? So this was his tax bracket as he was contributing this $250,000. So it doesn't take rocket scientists to figure out the math. So if we just take 250,000 and we um, divide uh, 25%, right? That number comes to $62,500. So let's be crystal clear with what this number represents. $62,500 represents the amount of money that you deducted off of your gross income as a result of putting the $250,000 into the plan over the 24, 26 years. Does that make sense? Right? 
your accountant has told you to do this because he's saying you're going to save taxes. You're going to save $62,500 over this period of time, right? But what I'm going to educate you about is it's not a savings. It's a deferral. It's a postponement. You have to pay that money back. It's not a free ride. All right. So this 62.5, if you want to look at it, it could be looked at as a loan. In other words, you took a loan from the Internal Revenue Service over the time you were working. And that loan that you took was $62,500, right? Now, I said you got to pay it back, right? So if if his account was worth $500,000, and let's just say his tax bracket now, because he's making way more money, he has way less deductions, right? Uh, state and federal, let's just say it's 40%, right? Add those two together, right? So now when you go to withdraw, guess what you owe? Right. Two hundred thousand bucks. This here is tax due. This here is. Going to the Internal Revenue Service. This is what we call tax debt. You have an account worth a half a million dollars, but inside of it, you have tax debt. Now, most people I know want to be debt free, especially the closer they move to retirement. A lot of my clients say, well, I'm going to pay off my house because I want to be debt free. But at the same time, they're funding an account just like this where it's more debt in it than they can actually calculate. All right. So I want to break this down into its simplest form. All right. And I want to use these numbers and I want to I want to tell a story. All right. And I want to say the story like this. It's, it's you and your brother. And you go to your brother and you say, hey, brother. Love you, man. Can I borrow $62,500 from you? And your brother says, well, okay. You know, I'm doing fine right now. I don't really need the money. I got some extra money. I can give you the money. But you know, it's a loan, other brother. You know, it's a loan, right? Yeah, I know it's a loan. So if you know it's a loan, what are the first things you want to know about the loan? You want to know the terms <laughs> and the interest rate, right? Well, so your brother says, okay. I'll give you the money, but and you well, what's the terms and what's the interest rate? And the and the brother says to you this. This is exactly what he says to you. He says, Listen, I don't really need the money back right now, but you know at some point I'm gonna need the money. Let's just say 24 or 26 years later from now, after I give you the 62.5, depending on what's going on, depending on how much money I need, depending on taxes, depending on interest. At that time, I'm going to let you know how much I want you to repay me for the loan. Does that sound like a good deal for you? That sounds like a good deal for him. Well, what I'm telling you is this story is exactly what happened to my client, Mike. You see, Mike took a loan from the Internal Revenue Service for $62,500. And the government said... You now have to repay $200,000. Would you take that loan? Would you take the 62.5 if you knew your brother said, 
yeah, I'll give you the 62.5, but you got to pay me 200,000 in 24 years. No way you would take that loan. But listen to what I'm saying very carefully. This is very, very, very important. You're taking that loan every single year. You're putting the money in this account. It's the 401k loan. It's tax debt. And you owe that money. You owe that money to the Internal Revenue Service. <laughs> All right. Now, watch this. As much as the 401k is popular, as much as people like Susie Orman and Dave Ramsey say, you should max this thing out, right? As much as your accountant tells you, you got to put the money in, you got to max this thing out so you can defer, 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 right? But this only gets worse the more money you have in it. Let me give you an example. Let's just say Mike's account grew to $1 million. Well, if you take 40% of that, right? Now you owe $400,000. It just gets worse. Well, what if Mike's account was 2 million, right? Well, now he owes, right? He owes 800,000. You see, it just gets worse. The more money that's in the account, the worse it is for you. Now, most people say, you know, the more money I have in there, the higher the contribution is, the better it is for me. Well, the government says the more your contribution, the better it is for us. So keep putting the money in there. Right. And your advisor says the same thing, because guess what? He gets paid off of this. Right. The more money you have in there, he gets paid for. So his, he's got no incentive to explain to you what I'm explaining to you. There's no incentive. Right. And here's the other thing, because a lot of advisors talk about rate of return. Right. They sell you on rate of return. Put this money in here. We're going to give you a great rate of return. We're going to get you 8%. We'll get you 10%. Yeah, okay. But look at this. Look at this example. If I paid in 250000 of my own money and I end up with $200,000 over 24 or 26 years, I've only made fifty grand. So what's the rate of that return is so low. Right. But what I'm what I'm saying to you is this return is so low to you. But this return is so high to the Eternal Revenue Service. What I'm saying is their rate of return is always going to be higher than our rate of return. So how is that such a great plan for us? Somebody please explain that to me. These are the things that prevent people from having a happy, a safe, uh, a more enjoyable retirement. So do you think there's products and services out here that we handle that could help Mike? You darn tootin'. This is why we do what we do. This is why I'm so passionate about the work that we do here at Shorts and Associates. This is why most people don't end up with the money that they think they're supposed to end up with. 
because the only thing that the Wall Street and your advisors got you focused on is one thing. $500,000. That's all you focus on. You get your statement. You see the balance. You put it in the file. You say, honey, we're good to go. We're meeting our goals. We're going to be fine. But you can't spend gross. You can't spend gross. You can only spend net. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Another episode of Shorts and Associates. Don't hesitate to reach out. All right. My website, my new website, WSTVpodcast.com. So check us out. We got a bunch of information on there and look forward to our next uh, next podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Bye bye.